0: Lord God Amen. Yes, how about The you. you, for of will judge to My eye will not nor I I will repay your your you shall know that I
1: Well, um, did you get the point? You know, uh, he's got all the uh, tact and charm of a pile driver here. The end is coming, the end is coming, the end is coming, the end is coming, and it's coming, and it's coming, and the end is coming. So, uh, very powerful, kind of hammering the point in, God takes evil seriously, and the end is upon them. That was important because they often saw Jerusalem as being indestructible. They didn't ever think it could happen to Jerusalem. Jerusalem was God's special city and all this, but its end was coming. They were going to have their ways and abominations brought down upon them. You know, they're going to be repaid. They're going to be treated like they behaved. We talk about the chickens are going to come home to roost. You know, they're going to get what's coming to them. Um, now, you think about it. There's just all kinds of passages that you could say this about. But when you think about what he's saying, that because of these abominations, God's judgment is coming upon you. What about these people who say that the reason for God's judgments are these eternal decrees of God, that he chose arbitrarily some people to be saved and other people to be lost, and the real that man's actions have nothing to do with it, it's all just the decree of the Lord. Well, clearly, man's actions have something to do with this. This is because of how they've lived, God is going to punish them. The Bible, if it teaches anything clearly, teaches that men have the choice as to what they do. Everything in the Bible supposes that. You know, it would be kind of um, a taunt for God to command people to do something that they couldn't do unless they happen to be one of the arbitrarily chosen uh so they're getting what's coming to them because of their misbehavior and god wasn't going to pity them or spare them the disaster is coming you know it almost sounds like uh you know paul revere or something breathlessly coming into town the the, the british are coming the british are coming you know and just uh you know barely getting it out and moving on you know that's kind of the you almost get the breathless idea this is a. Uh, a powerful passage that even in how it's structured almost communicates the message. God's going to pour out his wrath. You know, think of uh, like some uh, boiling cauldron of scalding whatever that's, that's being just poured out upon them. It's going to burn them. It's going to, to punish and destroy them. My eye will show no pity. I will not spare. I'm repaying you. Wow. Uh, you know, this gets to be repetitive. But it's the watchman. Warning and, warning and warning and warning and warning and warning and warning and warning, and they're still not getting it. Remember how hard headed they are. So he's just pounding the warning in. That's what they needed. That's, that's the kind of warning that their abominations deserve. Comments and questions? Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, kind of another idea to your uh, somebody saying that. Well, he just arbitrarily makes these decrees of punishment and reward, and, you know. That's another thing that they can be so Israel can be so lost in their depravity, and just so away from the reality of what God is and who God is and what He's about, is they think you know. Well, good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. So you know, maybe all this stuff that's happening to us is just you know life. Maybe he says we were going through a bad season, and his point here is like no, I am the one that's doing the smiting. That that, that last verse we just read. I am the one. I, the Lord, do the smiting.
1: Yeah, that'll be Ezekiel 18. It's their responsibility. It is because of what they have done. They can't blame anything else. Andrew.
0: Seeing um, how God says in verse 4, my eyes will have no pity on you. And they say the same thing in verse 9, my eyes will show no pity there. That makes you think of the wheel, um, chapter one. That's full of the eyes. And how God can turn everywhere; you can see everything. And so, thinking of saying, "My eye will show no pity on you here." That means that nobody's an exception. Like He sees all the evil, all the bad, and He's going to cast judgment on everything. You can't escape.
1: That's exactly right. There's an all-seeing eye watching you. Other thoughts? Yes, Winston. Forecast of chapter 12. Yes, they did say that. Because he hasn't done it yet, they thought he wouldn't do it. And that was, that was false. Okay. All right. Uh, how about uh, 10 to
3: 18? Before, today, before this term, out. the this Why is it for None of them shall be. None of them no. nor shall we be wailing like for quarantine. Time has come, they draw us near. Let not the buyer rejoice, nor the seller more, The wrath is on the whole multitude. The seller shall not return to what was sold, though he may still be alive, for the vision concerns the whole multitude, and shall not turn back. Nor will strike himself who lives in iniquity. They have blown the trumpet, made everyone ready. First of battle. My wrath is on all their multitude. The sword is outside, the pestilence and families of fam. Whoever is in the field will die by the sword. Whoever is in the city, famine and the pestilence will devour. Those who survive will escape beyond the mountains, like those of the battles. All will morning, each verse in the Every hand will be feeble, and every knee will be as weak as water. Also with Horrible on every face.
1: So the day, the day is coming, the day has come. And, and you see that their wickedness is just blossomed into judgment and punishment. And there's no escape. There's no one that will escape. He says in 12, let the bot not the buyer rejoice, nor the seller mourn. You know, you won't worry about whether you got a good deal or a bad deal on that day. It won't matter. You know, God's wrath is the great equalizer. You know, you're going to lose it all anyway. I don't care if you're the buyer or the seller or what kind of deal you got or you gave. It doesn't matter. They've blown the trumpet. The battle's upon them. The wrath is there. The sword's outside. The plague and famine are inside. it's just terrible. You know, and it's just... uh, terrified it's, it's panic city there's no way to escape they go from the frying pan into the fire you escape one thing right into the arms of the next you stay in the famine and plague consume you you flee and you meet the sword which way is better there's no way to resist he says all hands will hang limp it's like it's like just paralysis you know have you ever been so terrified that you couldn't move? You know, it's just I, that I, I don't think that I have felt that. Maybe come closer, to and But but it, it can happen to where you just—you just almost freeze. And he says, uh, you know, all knees be, will become water. Make the loss of bladder control because of the panic, and you just—just just, th- this is this is God's judgments. This is the horror of what's going to happen to them. And, and and so you know, this is uh, repetitive and it's uh, repulsive but it's the truth it's the watchman warning you know people don't like to you know, hear a lot of you know judgment and punishment and condemnation of sin and you know it's kind of like the guy saying you know I, do, I get a lot of uh, negative in my life I go to church to feel good I want a sermon that lifts me up makes me feel happy well, there are some things that lift us up and make us feel happy in the Word, aren't there? If we're serving the Lord faithfully and we're righteous and we're living for His purpose, that wasn't the case with this audience. They weren't. And so what kind of a word was appropriate for them? Judgment and punishment and the pouring out of God's wrath. You know, that the what, what, what message is appropriate depends on how our behavior is. And so... You know, God doesn't hesitate to keep saying the same thing through Ezekiel over and over and over again. Thoughts and comments? Awesome. So
0: we see Ezekiel have a similar response
4: when he encounters the threat of the Lord, that he falls down, but there's the Spirit to lift him back up because of his righteousness. That, you know, he has that comfort there for him. We have that same comfort for us for living rightly for God. So up.
2: Yeah, amen. Just with that whole point, uh, I, I've heard the word polarizing usually more often than not be used to describe something negatively. Like it has a bad connotation, of the word polarizing. And um, I've used it, or I, I've heard it be used it in ways to describe how somebody preached God's words. And well, it's very polarizing, it's very combining, it's very nice. I think it should be, if it's, if it's correctly taught. I think it should be. Not polarizing, like it's. It's trying to divide people like, as far as you know, break the bonds of our unity, of a lot of polarizing. it. It should, either, it should encourage us in the things that we were doing right and defeat us in the things that are wrong. That should be the effect that it has on the Christian. Now, the word of
1: God is, Jesus says, it's a sword. He came to bring the sword, he came to divide. There's a sense in which he came to bring peace and to unify but he came to divide between truth and error, between righteousness and wickedness, and that sword is is powerful and it's, it's there. <coughs> yeah,
3: Carla. He is
0: right now on this chapter, it's not even. The real life of
1: Yeah, yeah, this is this is better than it will be. Yeah. That's a terrifying thing, Brian. Yeah, it is. A very horrible picture. Anything else? Okay, how about uh, 19 to 27? It would throw December to
4: the streets, <laughs> and the gold will be back in the future. He said it in asked me, but they made it, but they made fun of the images of their abominations. They are the things, therefore I have made such a few to them. I will give the cast on them, and the hands of strangers, and to the wicked of the earth, the cast for it, and they shall the fire the earth. I will turn my face on them, and rule, for God will not be the place, for while we shall enter. Of the strong and our only place father. The comes, they will see peace, but they not. The will come upon and rumor upon rumor. And Then they will see a vision from the prophet, the law of bear from the priests, and the council from the elders. The king will warn and the prince will be closed with desolation, and the hands of the common people will be
1: Okay, so they'll fling their silver and gold into their streets. They, they they don't want them. The silver and gold don't help in the judgment that God's bringing upon them. You know, it, it can't deliver them. They can't fill their stomachs with their silver and gold. You think about it. What good are silver and gold... If you're hungry and there's no food to buy. And and what limitations financial resources have. This is, you've heard this before, but think about this. You know, money can buy medicine, but not health. It can buy books, but not understanding. It can buy associates, but not friends. Position, but not character. Attention, but not love. A church building, but not devotion. You know, and what they'd been using their money for, apparently, was to make the idols. So they might as well just throw the money out along with the rest of the rubbish. They'd misused what God had given them. God was going to give them over into the hands of foreigners as plunder, as spoil. It was, you know, he says, interesting, think about this in 21. I will give it into the hands of foreigners as plunder, and to the wicked of the earth as plundering. He's recognizing the Babylonians are wicked. He's using a wicked nation to punish this wicked nation. Then he'll turn around and punish Babylon later on. But, but he's talking to Israel right now and he keeps to his subject. He's not exposing the wickedness of Babylon because who he's talking to are his own people. And they need to understand uh, about the wickedness. So he says, you know, make the chain. You know, they're going to be confined. Might as well just make the chain already. The land's full of bloody crimes and full of violence. I'm not sure what all the bloody crimes were. But you think about child sacrifice. You think about violence. You think about injustices and and victimizing the vulnerable and things like that. And so because of those things, God was bringing them down. Uh, Their holy place will be profaned. When anguish comes, they'll seek peace, but there won't be any... And it's just pounding, disaster upon disaster, rumor upon rumor. And where are they going to turn in those situations? They'll seek vision from a prophet. (laughs) He won't have one. They'll want the law, but the priest will have lost the law. Elders won't have any counsel. The king's going to mourn. The prince will be clothed with horror. All the people they turn to, whether it's religious leaders or political leaders, they're ineffective. They're not there. They're not able to do anything. You know, God's taking away everything that they're um, trusting in, everything that they're uh, using as a foundation for them. God subverted the whole range of leadership in the nation, the collapse of of the traditional uh, ways of finding security. According to their conduct, I will deal with them. By their judgments, I will judge them. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. He's going to do to them what they deserve, and they'll know that he's the Lord. God is a God who punishes. He's a God who judges by justice and righteousness. And that's going to be shown so much in what he does to Jerusalem. I don't care if they're his chosen people. I don't care if he's invested a whole lot in them. He is going to punish them for their abominations. That is the message of Ezekiel. And it's kind of uh, depressing. And it's uh, repetitive. But it's what they needed to hear. They needed the watchman to sound the warning. Thoughts and comments? Yeah, so Ezekiel loves them. That's why he's doing this, why God's doing this. It's really a blessing. That's exactly right. You think about the reality of the judgment that's coming. The most merciful thing that Ezekiel can do is preach the message, is make the warning. The reality is God's going to judge. Just closing your eyes and telling everybody to feel good. It it would be like going to the doctor and saying, Doctor, I don't care what I've got, tell me I'm good. Tell me it'll be fine. Well, is that If you're going to do that, just don't even bother going. You know, what if it's bad? What's he supposed to do about it? Well, you know, there are some bad sicknesses that if you find out about it, you can at least treat it Maybe you can improve it. Maybe you can delay the the final outcome. You know, whatever. I want the doctor to level with me. I mean, it's not the doctor's fault I'm sick. And, And if he tells me the truth, he gives me the warning for whatever appropriate action there is. If he lies to me, I feel better. But it doesn't change my life expectancy. Ezekiel's the watchman. He's the doctor for the nation. And what they ought to want is the truth. That's the most merciful thing you can do, is warn someone when the danger is upon Jake? Uh,
2: there's a song that uh, is a, a type of prayer that's uh, to be effective. Um, if I need it, basically, I want you to do this. If I need to be broken, I want you to Mm-hmm. So that I can be mended by you. If I need to be empty, I want you to completely empty me so that I can be filled by you. Uh, so make me broken so I can be healed by you, you know, fill me up. So there's a sense of do we want that? You know, do we do we want to be broken? Uh, there, I think we should for the for godly reasons.
1: Yeah, good point. Yes, I think that's exactly right. We ought to want God to do whatever it takes to turn us back to Him and to be right with Him. Absolutely. Other thoughts? Okay. Very good. That got us through the first seven chapters. I think that's where we will uh, terminate for this evening. I don't go yet. I've got a few things to say before we do that. But uh, I didn't really know where we.